I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need to manage time. You don't need to manage time. You don't even need to think to yourself, man, I need to be better at managing my time. You need to start thinking to yourself, I need to get better at creating time. Because you are not managing time. You are creating it. You are creating every single moment of your life. You are the one that has decided what your days, your weeks, your months, and your years look like. You think that it's totally out of your control and you got to get better with managing it. But no, you've got to get better at creating it, designing it, and living it on a daily basis so that then you realize Man, I am creating my time, thus creating this extraordinary, amazing life as I want to live. And look, you know I'm all about time, all about energy, all about mind share, all about that harmonious existence. And and I continually try to push towards this idea of time is so important, time is yours, but I need everybody to really be thinking about how you create time. And, and at the end of this episode, I'm just going to lay out my overall view of how I create my time, how I create time blocks in order to ensure that my core structure of time is created in a way that then I can adapt inside that to make sure that I always stay balanced and always, as I say, have the time to do all the things that I want to do. Because I'm not going from thing to thing to thing doing the things I have to do. You know, and that is from getting really good at designing time, but looking at it through the lens that I get to create time. Time's not happening to me and that I need to somehow be, you know, living in the matrix and trying to manage where this time ends up and goes. It's mine to create. And I think for me, when I really realized that man, you're not managing time, you're creating time, it changed everything. And you see that when you begin to track all your time. And there's so many benefits to uh, tracking your time, although it's extraordinarily difficult. You know, I'm, I've turned it into a subconscious habit where I just am constantly going through my calendar and adding everything on an ongoing basis and kind of looking at it and, and, and seeing where I spend time like in all aspects and it's a great great exercise you know when you just put everything that you did that day in your calendar you may not be able to pull it out and look at it in a dashboard and know about it through percentages like I do but man you are going to be so time aware by just doing that you'll look at the day and be like man that's where I spent all my time here's actually where I could have worked out Here's actually where I could have, uh, you know, spent more time with my wife. If you begin to understand that, like, you know, the way that you've designed your life is essentially designing your time and you get to create it any way that you want by just going through your calendar and putting in how you used it is going to help you develop the awareness of where you have time to spare and ultimately what you're capable of doing each day in a much more real manner, you know? And it's not like, it's not like life is, is split up into like, you know, so many different things that it's hard to even understand. You're living in a rhythm and a structure um, where you've already designed your life around creating the time. And it's ultimately, you know, you're sleeping. 
you know you're working and and you know you're you're spending time with uh, friends, family and ultimately other things outside of work that are part of your life that you need to do. You know you know it ends up in those four buckets. You know and the problem is since you just don't ever look at how do I create a schedule to sleep more consistent so I wake up more consistent so I can do these things before I go to work uh, that I can like have this time set so that I can spend this time with my kids, my family, whatever it may be. You just allow life to just keep going and going and going. And now what are you doing? You're filling in all the things that you have to do um, because you don't have time to do the things that you want to do. And then you regret it. Then you're like, man, where did the time go? Where did the time go? You don't you, you don't know where the time went because you've just been like in chaos of going from thing to thing to thing where instead of uh, planning on how you wanted to create time, you are forced to make a decision how you want to create time in the moment. Oh, I've got to do this because I forgot to do that and I got to get this. It's like that is when you are like, you know, life and time is blowing right past you when you've got to make the decision and in the moment where you want to spend this time, like that is when you get overwhelmed and overrun by it rather than being more intentional and doing it with purpose, you know, because when you, you know, you think about like health for everybody, it's the biggest and hardest thing to do is to find time for health. You know, and, and you know, I kind of lump sleep into to health the, the same way where you know if you sleep well that you're, you're going to have a better day, you know. And, and so, you know, for, for most people, if they take sleep seriously, they just get consistent. You know, if, if you live a chaotic life and sometimes you're up late and sometimes, you don't, you know, you get out of the rhythm, you know that that the more consistent you are with sleeping, that the better you're going to sleep, right? But but that's easy for everybody. I mean, you can adjust that by, hey, you know you're going to sleep in later one day if you stayed up um, stayed up later, even though to me, I, this isn't the healthiest approach, but it doesn't matter. If I go to bed at one in the morning, I'm getting up at five, max. I just don't compromise the following day, regardless of how late. I'd rather have one bad night of sleep and still be able to run through the rhythm of my life and do everything tired than I would disrupt my morning rhythm and add, you know, sleep until eight. I don't know. It's like the audacity, the audacity of sleeping to like eight o'clock is like insanity to me. The idea that I have not gotten up past 5 a.m. for so long that it's like it feels so utterly improbable, impossible, and outright disruptive. Imagine this. I'm telling you that it's almost like the opposite. I'm almost feeling anxiety <laughs> at the idea of getting up past five. Think about that subconscious shift from a guy that would, you know, stay up, you know, till two in the morning every night and sleep till 10. That was at one point how I lived. And now I'm telling you on a subconscious level, my soul, my body, my being, my mind would not allow me to sleep through 5 a.m. It would pop me out. They would say, hey, I know we went to bed three hours ago. Are you sure you want to keep sleeping? And I'd be like, no, you're right. Let's get to work. You know, and that's an, a, a deep transition 
um, that you get to it at, at some point. But, you know, when you're wanting to be healthy and you want to meditate and, and you want to get in the gym, you want to do these things. If you say to yourself, oh, I just don't have the time. No, it's the way that you're creating time and building your life is why you don't have time. Like you have the choice to decide that you're going to get up earlier so that you can go to the gym, so that you can meditate one hour earlier than the fact that you now are creating time in a way that you don't ever have the time to actually do it. And then you blame everything else when the truth is, is you could easily find time in your day to do it if you wanted to do it, right? Uh, Time in your week to actually do it. It is your choice to create that day. You know, and most people look at that as, oh, but that's discipline. I don't want to get up and do that. I, you know, I'd rather get up and I got to get my morning going. I got to check emails. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get my coffee. I got to eat. I, oh my, I got to take my kids. It's all excuses. It's all excuses saying you don't have the time because you're not willing to change the way that you create time so that you're creating the time to actually do it. And we're amazing at lying to ourselves. We are the most gifted. We are everybody, every human being alive is gifted at lying to themselves. All of us, me included. You know, and and you know how serious I am about creating time. And I still lie to myself. You know, like I spend a lot of time watching TV with my wife. You know, and I I know that, hey, this time would probably be better suited me and her just talking, catching up. But I'm wasting it right here watching some random program, scrolling on my phone. You know, I'm creating this moment, lying to myself, saying spending time with the quality time with the wife just because I'm next to her. You know, but the truth is we're just so good at creating the narrative on why we don't have time and why we got to be better at time management when the truth is we lie to ourselves about how we create time. We lie to ourselves and say that we just don't have the time, even though the way that we've designed our days, our weeks does not allow us to do these things. And then we blame time and time management. Oh, if I was just better at managing it. You ain't going to manage it anywhere. You ain't going to tell it what to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't instruct it. You know what I mean? You got to create it. It is yours to create. And then again, you've got to validate that time creation based off of how it feels. That drives you to the place of understanding that this was created in the right way and I should continue to do it in this form. And, you know, when you think about your career and your job, you know, somebody will look at their job and blame their job for their lack of time. Oh, I got to work so many hours, you know, like, okay, no, the way that you've chosen to interact, the expectations that you have uh, created for the job that you're working, you haven't put a framework to where you're willing to work. 
And so now you're working all these different hours, doing all these things, half these things you don't like, whatever it is, whatever it may be, you created that. You created that. Like, and so if this is something, the job that you chose to do, and then the hours that you are spending on that job, and you just continue to do it, and it takes away from all other aspects of your life, that is your fault. And it's, it's a clear indication that you chose the wrong job or you're mismanaging how you should be approaching what you're capable of doing to those that you work with. It's what happens to a lot of executives in that Peter principle, I believe it's called. Where you just, you know, you take on a, 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 I don't know if Peter Principle, as I say, it makes it makes me laugh to make it feel like some very strange reference. But there's a principle for executives that will take a higher position, even though they don't have the ability to do it just for the salary and the prestige and then be miserable and be destroyed by it because they now are, are incapable of executing the job. And a lot of people's careers follow that path. And make that decision. But if you have a job and it is taking all this time away from you and you can't do your job inside a framework of time that is going to be balanced against the other time, that is your fault. You created those moments in time and that misery and that thing that you're bummed about. That is your job. And you got to make that adjustment. You have to make that adjustment. And a lot of times it's not about completely changing your career. It's just changing the expectations and an understanding of what you're doing and or when you're willing to work on it and how to get more efficient in the time you're willing to work. That's really what it's about is getting to a place where you are using that time with intention and ultimately creating it in a way uh, that allows you to do the other things in your life and be more harmonious and happy all around. You know, and I, and I think when you push out into the, the place where time always gets pulled from, you know, it's the work-life balance cries of like, oh, man, I can't. Uh, my job takes so much time from me and I don't have time for my family or my wife or to do healthy things. And again, that's, that is by your design. You allowed the way that you created time and how you operated that uh, career or that job or that business and the commitment you made to it is what's pulling from those other aspects. You know, and, and when you think about like wanting to spend more time with your family and spend more time with your wife and be able to do all the things that you need to do in, in your life, like you've got to create that and design the time for it in order for it to happen. Because if you don't, like, you're never going to get to it because there's always going to be something else to do. And, and I think that's probably, like, the biggest thing as it relates to, you know, time creation as a whole. Like, man, you've got to be so intentional about how all of your time works together. And then you've got to create a baseline of the time that you want to create an experience on a daily basis that is the uh, framework for what keeps you happy and then learn to get better and better and more efficient at working inside those time blocks. And that includes how you design the time to be around your family, 
to spend time with your wife, to be able to still, you know, go shopping, you know, clean clothes, like clean your house. There's still all of these different things that you've got to do in your life, including spending the right time to be able to reflect, enjoy, and and evolve how to be better at using time in the future. Like you have to be committed to understanding that it is on you the reason that you feel like you have no time to do anything that you want. Like you got, you've got to get committed. And, and for me, I look at it as, you know, your block of a day and your time blocks is again where, where you're creating all the time. And you have sort of a fundamental structure of you know you sleep, you know you get up and have a certain amount of time before your day starts, then you uh, have a certain amount of time before work starts, then uh, depending on what type of job you have, you have flexibility in the day as it relates to your work, then you have an evening block and a night block. That's it. That's the framework that you're creating in. That's where all your time is going is inside those blocks. And so now it's if you have a job that takes time that goes into the evening and into the night, like that's going away from the only time you can spend uh, with your family, friends, or doing things you enjoy, that's on you. That's on you. And then if you don't, you know, have the flexibility to be able to go get a lunch and use that sometimes to meet up with your wife or, uh, you know, take an early day to go pick up your kids, whatever it may be, if you are using uh, different blocks and not finding balance and being able to create time that makes you happy and makes you feel good, that just means you design those blocks in a way that are inefficient in that you are constantly fighting for where everything goes in there on an ongoing basis if you don't get good at establishing them and then get better and better at being efficient with creating time inside them. And for me, you know, it's like I'm, I think every person is different, right? Every person is different as it's related to like, okay, what, what do you – um, what framework do you create that is easiest for you to create time? And for me, I'm a morning person, right? So it's like I get up super early and that gives me all this flexibility. I have a couple hours in the morning that gives me um, all this room to do a lot of things, right? And that's, you know, send the wife an email. It is uh, meditate, brain train. Some mornings I have a, a chief of staff call to organize earlier in the day because I don't have, have time in the afternoon. But I spend that time in the morning setting the day, sometimes executing, but always having the time to brain train and meditate so it happens no matter what before that morning is over. I design that big block and get incredibly consistent in my morning block of the things that are important to me and then wake up the kids, spend time with the kids, have FaceTimes with my um, you know, mom and dad for, for my kids twice a week, build a rhythm into that and then go straight into the gym. 
And then I take my kids to school right after the gym. You know, and again, think about that. I'm built a block. Okay, now I have this block in the morning that I can work and get things done. And then uh, also connect with my health stuff and still then have time to spend time with the kids, connect with my family, like then back in the gym, but then take them to school. Like it's, it's now I'm getting these breaks between things inside these blocks and doubling up some mornings where I'm having FaceTimes with my parents and the kids so that um, they don't cry because they haven't seen the kids in, in two months. You know what I mean? Because that's what I would do. Just straight ignore my parents. That's basically, I don't, I'm sure that's what everybody does. You know, where it's like, you know, you should FaceTime with your parents with their grandkids, but you always forget when to do it. It's why I added it to the rhythm in the time so that they were able to be there more consistently. And then again, I work in the afternoon for a block. Then I go pick my kids up. Then I work in the, the early evening as a block. Then I watch an hour of uh, movies with my kids. Then I put them to bed and then spend a block of time with my wife. So I know that my catch up and get things uh, moving and, and meditating and brain training is always in that first time in the morning. I get this time throughout the day with my kids. I have these big blocks where I do uh, work and then I set all the meetings inside there and just get more and more efficient of creating time inside that structure. You know, and, and, and that's, that's really for me the baseline of what it is. And, and again, all the things that I'm doing in there each day are being judged then by how much do I enjoy them and should I be doing them in the future because I created these moments. I have these meetings. I have these you know, different things that I'm doing, shooting television, shooting a podcast, doing an interview, whatever it may be. I decided that was what I wanted to do with that time, so I created it. And I just continually try to create that time to be higher and higher energy and more and more efficient, but it always sits in that same sort of structure. And you can do the same. You can do the same. And when you change your mind and realize I'm not trying to manage time, I'm trying to be amazing at creating time, your life is going to change. Because you're going to look at all hours and every moment as important. You're going to look at each one as a body of work. And how do you make it better and better and better over time? So every bit of your time you enjoy. Because that's what's possible. But you know what you need to do. You got you to push that out into the universe. You got to get those eyes wide open. And see if it's even possible. Then you got to design it to believe that it's possible. And then you actually got to go and do it to know that you can achieve it. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it. <laughs>